why would you? Damn it, Tyler. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a joke. Um, that was a siren. Yes, because it's an emergency podcast. Not really an emergency per se, but we wanted to talk about this sooner rather than later. Emotionally, uh, it was. Um, and also because, you know, like it is pretty big news. And it came out on Tuesday, of course, right after we recorded the podcast. Right. Uh, and so instead of waiting till Sunday, uh, we decided to do a quick 20, 30 minutes episode. That way, you know, we could fill you in, give you our takes on it. Um, and of course, we're talking about it. Nick Saban's extension. No. <laughs> I got an extension when they talked about his extension. I will say that, brother. Um, we're already just off the rails. <laughs> of course, we wanted to talk about the potential playoff ex expansion. But I did want to quickly, before we get into it, talk about Saban extended until 2029 which would make him a spry 77 years old uh chris i know you know we're a band podcast obviously so uh first off um i'm sure you're excited but do you think that he plays out the entire contract 77 so, years old this is my least favorite topic to talk about not just because i know that i'm going to be uh, a glass case of emotion when um he retires and they're only going to take a step down. But it's my least favorite conversation because I feel like we do it every year. And he signs an extension, um, I guess, what was it, like on Monday for three extra years. So I get to thinking about it, though. And, and like, I don't know when he would ever retire. Because, like, the question was brought up last week about Coach K doing the, uh, the farewell tour, right? Like, he's, gonna, he's announcing his retirement now, but he's doing it at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think Saban would ever do that because he hates talking to the media and, and like having to go through all of the same questions over and over, you know? Um, right. But like, I can't see, like, people talked about how he might be getting too old six years ago after like six or kick six. Then it was after 2019 when he got his ass kicked, quote unquote, by five points to LSU. <laughs> um, and then, you know, like, and, and all that stuff happened and, and, and people, you know, Kirby's been ahead of him all three times at the half when they played him. And like, he looks more vulnerable at times before last year. But then you realize this year, they put together just this absolutely dominant season. And I understand it's in a pandemic, but part of the reason they were so dominant and you heard him say it before the LSU game was like teaching coach O a lesson, reminding LSU that like, you know, I think those were his exact words. We need to remind them they can't play with us. Oh. So I just think that like, if, if that, and he, you know, he's like, you know, he's, some level of fucked up, right? Like, like whatever drives him is like, is a lot. So, and, and I feel like I can't see him leaving after a loss, right? Like after, if he goes like 10 and two or whatever, I, I can't see him leaving after that. But I also can't see him leaving if he wins one and yeah, it's like, well, we can run back. Yeah. Right. Like, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I hope it's not one of those things where it's like a Bobby Bowden, Bear Bryant yeah. thing where they're like in their eighties and, and just yeah. rack it or, you know, the fucking worst was Joe Pa. He shit himself. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Look that up. Um, no, I will not actually. Uh, but <laughs> no, so like, I, I don't, I definitely don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to watch him like just decay. And, and I don't think the program will, will suffer like it kind of did at FSU and, and Penn state when they, when those two coaches did that. But I don't know, man. Like, like, you know, I, I I know that he loves his grandson, and I hear about it all the time. But I just don't know if that would be enough. Like, you know, cute little baby James would be enough to uh, to sway him into retirement. 
<laughs> Sorry, Kristen. I mean, I just, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah, it was, you know, having experienced that, you know, but Bobby was in his eighties. It, it got weird at the end because it was like, everyone wanted him gone, but he's a legend. So you don't really want him gone, but it's like, how do we politely ask this old man to take it down the road? <laughs> you don't want yeah. it to get to that point. So, um, all right. So then I'll, I'll say this, um, if I set the over under on national championships from now until 2029 under Saban, finishing out the career, hypothetically, I guess uh, what would what would be a fair number? Two and a half, probably eight. Um, Two and a half. I would take that's such a good number because I would have said I have five. I'm said three. I was going to say two. I would. Yeah, and three and a half. No, honestly, might, that's too big of a number. Is it three? <laughs> oh, three and uh, a half. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, Basically, that so, means what you're wearing half half the national championships. Which I Tyler, guess we're living in a time special. right now that he's done that. Okay, <laughs> like he's yes. like, we're literally living that that nightmare <laughs> for every other fan base right now. Because and, and I tell you what, right, I'm not so gonna you're go going under. over. You're I'm going, going over. Yeah, all right, I was going to go under. Actually, I was going to say two. <laughs> you dick. Let me talk about Saban. Um, no, but so I will say this too because this has been like the like under recent scrutiny. And I feel like it always is whenever they bring up his contract about how he's the highest paid state employee. And is he being paid too much? And these kids aren't getting paid at all. He, he's underpaid, right? No matter what the number is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. 100%. I agree. Cool. With you. So anyway, right, let's talk about other stuff. Yeah. All right. So uh, early morning on Tuesday, June 8th, we got a, an article from Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports. Basically, uh, the idea here is that over the next three weeks, there's going to be some very important meetings being held to decide kind of the future. Okay, hold on. You're not what... you're not selling it first off because this is. Let me let me sell it to you like it was it was positioned to me or at least how I read it. And I'm not a great reader, as you know. Are but... you ready for Bama to never not make the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> Your dad sent you an email about Nick Saban retiring. <laughs> what? Um, so. Wednesday was supposed to be my off day after a very long week of uh, going over. No, it was Tuesday because today's Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. Um, going over all things college baseball and all that kind of stuff for such a long time. And I, I look up at like noon. I'm just hanging out with the dogs on the couch. And I look up around noon and I see this this news report saying that they are there's rumors that they are going to expand the playoff. Like the, the committee and people in charge are in favor of expanding the playoff and not only in favor of it but in favor of going to 12 teams, which is like, Jesus, like what a jump, right? We would yeah, like, yeah. we hear this every off season and it feel like it's the same old song and dance. But then when you actually put like an actual number on it and you hear that like the people closest to the situation are in favor of it, you realize there's like more validity to this situation than there has been in the past and other situations. So this seems like it's inevitable, right? It, like they don't know what the final number is going to be, but the expansion is inevitable and it is coming. So yeah. now go and, ahead and sell the rest of the story. And, it, and, it, and it's not going to be next year, uh, whatever they vote on. It'll be three no, years you're from wrong. now is when it starts. Wrong. So no, no, um, two, years, two years from now is when they would be able to start this. If, if they can't renegotiate the contracts. Well, they're not going to renegotiate the contract. If there's more money, they definitely would renegotiate the contracts. All right. We'll see about that. Okay. Well, either way, from, what, um, from my inside sources, this article. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, well, we're doing a damn emergency podcast, Tyler. And you're like, well, listen, it's like 
three years from now, we're going to talk about this. Uh, no, but so in the immediate future, within the next few weeks, and this is why it was like a pressing issue when they brought it the other day, there's been a, a, a team, I guess, a squad of four people um, that was chosen to uh, to basically go to, let me make sure I have all this right, because I wrote squad. down all the words they use. Um, do you think when they walk in the room, like Sankey and these other two commissioners, just like, <laughs> probably not. Um, okay, so it says, amidst, this is a quote from the, the article, amid those conversations, a surprise emerged. Officials on campuses, in conference offices, and in television have expressed an openness toward a 12-team playoff as the most likely result. F- There's a four-member group that will present its findings within three weeks to the College Football Playoff Management Committee, okay, whatever that is, right? So the process is they are going to report their findings like it's a fucking science experiment that they've been doing for the last two years. I, I don't know, like, what this research would have involved, but it says they've been working on it for two years. The, the, the group doing this is the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, the commissioner yeah. of the Mountain West, and the commissioner of the Big 12. And also, shock, shock, the AD at Notre Dame, because we right. can't have any kind of college football if Notre Dame's not involved unfairly. So they, those four are going to present their findings um, and talk about like photosynthesis and why a, an expanded playoff would be best for college football. Um, after that, they, they, the committee, the management committee will give a singular recommendation to the college football playoff board of managers. I, I don't miss working in a cor- corporate environment because all of these fucking titles that they've thrown out are meaningless and ridiculous and they all sound the exact same. Um, but what that means is it's made up of 11 presidents and chancellors from the 10 FBS conferences and Notre Dame. Uh, they will determine the quote-unquote potential shape, although not the final details, of the playoff. But within the next three weeks, we should have like what they are going to nominate to the presidents and chancellors for their decision. And if you think the presidents and chancellors are really going to – like, yeah. I don't see them having any pushback. We're like, no, we're, we're good here. Um, yeah, like I mean, they could definitely come out. Like, Obviously, there's going to be some argument from the other side that, that says – the other side being the players really uh, like, okay, so this is a lot more games for us still not getting paid by the way. Uh, right. So, but, and these guys could say, yeah, you know, we're, we're concerned for the safety of the players, but they, they know that more games, more high profile games means more money. So right. you think that they're going to turn this down. It, but in, And from what I recall, it has to be a consensus vote. Everyone has um, to say yes. That does it, seem like a, a piece of information I should have looked up. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that's what it is, but I, I would imagine that. So again, you know, this is a rumor from sources within, I guess, decision makers that said, yeah, look, I mean, there's not even an option B being discussed right now. Like, right. It that's looks the big, like yeah. this is happening, but it's not definite yet because it still has right. to be voted upon and we think it will get voted through, but we'll see. Yeah. And so, and like you said, it, it won't go into effect necessarily this year. Like it might be something that happens two years from now, three years from now. But the reasons for it are really interesting. And that's what we want to get into for you know a brief 20 minutes here is I want to hear your thoughts on on what you think about the 12 team first off. But but getting into more of the details, the biggest reasons for this, right? And we know money is definitely one of them. But the like they actually listed this was was people being tired. It was the number one thing on here, was people tired of seeing the same teams over and over, right? They're tired of seeing yep. Bam and Clemson. And they actually listed those two names or those two teams by name. Tired of seeing Bam and Clemson in the in the playoff and, and in the championship almost every year. 
The other part of it is the lack of access to group of five schools and them not being allowed to come in. I've said it over and over and over again. They had the perfect opportunity to bring them in last year in the year of a pandemic or even do like an experimental expansion with eight teams. They didn't do it. So here we are. Um, and then the other part of it is they, they like obviously like the money part. But when you talk about what like fans want, it's obviously expanded playoffs. OK, the viewership has been down like year over year, it, like just consistently. I think the first year the, the title game had 34 million uh, views or something like that. Last year, it was the lowest it's ever been. And it was 18 million, right? The other part of this is you're, you're picking the best four teams every year, supposedly. But you've had the average margin of victory in, this, in the college football playoff semifinals alone is 19.7 points per game. Mm-hmm. Think, I mean, think about that. So the semifinal games, they're supposed to be the four best teams, are, are playing three touchdown games. So why would you not like you know why wouldn't you give the opportunity to another like I Cincinnati could have gotten beat by 21 right like <laughs> right. I, I mean so I think that I understand that part of it um and why they would want to expand it because like it definitely has I don't say it's gotten worse and worse you know the LSU Clemson game was great like the Clemson Ohio State game 2 years ago was fantastic as well um you know some of the Sean Watson Bama Clemson games were great but really since then it really has just gone downhill every single year. I still feel like 12 is kind of too much though. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought it would, I, I knew it would expand at some point. I thought the most of a go-to would be eight, 12 definitely right. surprised me. Um, you know, one of the big things that this article talked about was the fact that, you know, in an eight team deal, the big thing is, is like a really good conference, like the sec, they're not going to want eight because that usually is right. going to involve, five or six automatic bids which means that the sec would only get one of those for the conference well, you, you would also if it's eight you would have yeah yeah it's right. you, you said it correctly my bad <laughs> <laughs> and then so then there's only two at-large bids which right now there's four there's right. every single team is an at-large team um so a, a conference like the sec wouldn't want that because they would have less teams in in, in a 12-team playoff the sec could conceivably get four or five teams in I said four yesterday and people thought I was joking and like, no, how? so, and here's, here's the, here's my thing about it is like 12. It, it kind of feels to me like, like, like when you are asking for your parents for like money, if you're at Toys R Us, like I need more, I need more. And if I'm like, fuck it, here's 20 bucks. I, mean, I don't know if that ever happened to you because we grew up rich. Yeah. Um, we didn't at all, <laughs> but like, you know, they're like, fine, whatever. Like, you know what? Just we'll do 12. How about that? I, I, I feel like them going to 12 games, if, if you're upset about one, if you're upset about having the same teams in every year, I don't know why you think having an expanded field is going to somehow stop Nick Saban and Davos Sweeney from having dominant programs. Cause I don't see that necessarily happening. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, if, if you're a Bama or a Clemson fan, you're like, Oh good. Now I'm guaranteed to be in the playoffs every single year. And a bye week. what happens. Right. And so the fear of that is, and I think this is, this is the scary part I think for college ball and like, fans of you know like that are rooted in like the tradition of the game and i don't know if it's a valid concern or not because like the schedule for me is the biggest question right like what does this do for the regular season schedule does it keep it the same do we have 12 games and a championship game and then i think you're going to get a much better regular season matchups because think about if you're bama and you're like okay what is the point of me 
scheduling and then now Bama actually schedules pretty well, but let's just say, you know, they could, they could schedule Furman to get an easy right. win because they know they, that you can't really lose in the current setup. You I mean you can, but you're, you're, you're playing with fire right in this, in this hell, why not? Instead of Furman, let's get, you know, whoever, if it's Bama, let's get Texas home and home. Well, and you've seen and, that the past couple of years. Right. And so part of the some of these crazy things, like Florida State, for example, their future out of conference is LSU, LSU, jo- Bama, Bama, then Georgia, Georgia. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, that was dumb. Clearly somebody knew this was coming, though. So we actually talked about this last year about why like, – because Kirby went on this kick, right, and started scheduling. I, I think I said it last episode where – you kind of have to give, or I said on a, on a different podcast. Sorry, we weren't. Um, that wow, like bro. Kirby, <laughs> Kirby that, was that cuts deep. I'm sorry, man. You don't even call me the host, so it's kind of your fault. <laughs> um, but like Kirby was kind of ahead of this, and and I I jokingly said that I thought Nick Saban has been the cause of all of this, and I'm not trying to say this like a homer. I'm saying it like in kind of truth that he's kind of ruined college football because people are tired of seeing the same thing. People want to see more parody. At the same time he started scheduling those big, big, you know, like first, like week zero matchups, right. Against Virginia tech and Clemson and, and, and Florida state, you know, and all these, and it'd be a neutral site game and you have all these recruits and blah, blah, blah. And then you see this shift where people start doing the home and home. Um, yeah. And, and Kirby, like he went on a spree, like during, it was like a two or three week spree where they scheduled everybody. Yeah. And it, it seemed to me, I think I said at the time, I think he knows that they're going to expand the playoff because otherwise you're, you're trying to protect your schedule. If, if not, right. If you're going to keep it to four teams, there's no reason to get that, you know, overzealous about it. So I think you're right. I think they did know it was coming, but still when you talk about like the whole season, you're saying the games are going to matter, right? My concern would be because they also listed. And I think the exact quote was the erosion of importance of big bowl games. And they specifically noted Florida having three players out in the cotton bowl last year, and Oklahoma beating them by what, like 35? Yeah, 52 to 20. It was I awful. I thought I know exactly. <laughs> so so it was 42 points, really? That's 32. God, I'm bad yeah. at math. Um, so anyway, they beat them by 82 points. <laughs> so they they listed that game specifically and said, like, we don't want to see big premier games that used to be like, you know, back in like when we were growing up. I hate to sound old, but like the 90s you go to a sugar bowl you go to the cotton bowl you go to one of the the big six bowls that's a big thing right so now um we don't really have that as much because people are opting out if it's not in the playoff or it's not a national championship do we think that's going to stop like i I feel like that that could possibly happen at the end of the regular season like imagine iron bowl or florida florida state yeah but they won't opt out for the season though they may rest players in like a florida florida state game which i don't like but at the same time you know, let's say you, your three best players are out for both teams because you're both in it. It's supposed to be a top 10 matchup, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Not, not that that would happen in Florida, Florida State right now, but you think um, that those intense college rivalries are going to get together before him? Like, hey, we're going to put our best three no, players no, no, no. out if you do. Okay. No, but I think if 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 that's what teams are doing, then there's still going to be good players that are in their place. There's still going to be juice to the game. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. sucks that there's better players out, but. But I think like, so take, for example, the, how it ended this year. And let's say the, you know, the top 12, it was Florida and Oklahoma as a playoff game, because these games are going to be ho- hosted on campus, right? 
right. those opening games. So can you imagine Oklahoma versus Florida at Florida? You don't oh, think be sick. that like Pitts and those guys will be playing in that game? Oh, no, they definitely will. What I'm yeah, saying yeah. is like, I just worry that we'll just see a shift into those players, like not opting out, but sitting out to rest players like we see in the NFL mm-hmm. just a couple weeks earlier. So I don't want to watch yeah. an Iron Bowl without like Mac Jones playing or well, I wish right. in the 2019 game maybe, but, um, yeah, yeah. but like, you know, and then the next part of this is, I think that that's going to lead to a shift in in schedule changes where you're going to start moving rivalry games up earlier in the year. And then you're going to have like the schedule on the back end, maybe not as, as difficult. Um, the, the way you just mentioned it, look, the way it'll be set up is the first four teams will have a buy teams five through eight will host teams nine through 12 at their home stadium. The only thing that I can see awesome. wrong with this. I, so I awesome. think that's, that is incredible. Right. And yeah. they're still going to use, like, I think once the, they get into like the next round with the first four teams that are in the bye. I think they're going to use like the traditional New Year six New Year six bowls because um, I don't see them not being able to to do that. And I and I hope yeah. they don't. But like imagine imagine like a a semifinal game in December, and it's like you said Florida Oklahoma Florida going to Wisconsin yeah. or like you know what I mean like in like in a snowstorm and yeah. so I think there's there's some cool aspects to it from that standpoint. Um, the other thing about it is that the kind of frustrates me is that i think part of this is just our inability to to like have nice things and just to be happy i always like joke around that we're a nation of haters right like we we can't just be happy with anything so we had when again we were growing up you just had these like write-in voters you have the ap national champion like the coaches poll and it was from writers all across the country they would vote on it and then we started thinking that you know that has like a bunch of inherent biases so we don't want to split national champions because nebraska michigan 97 so we're gonna go to the bcs we're gonna take people out of it and like all together we're gonna put computers in here so then we're gonna have them put up with like come up with the system uh and a formula whatever top two teams will play every year and we couldn't have been happier and then bam lsu happens in, in 2011 and they brought this up was that in 2011 uh that that game was miserable for every fan outside of Tuscaloosa and maybe Baton Rouge. Like nobody wanted to watch it, them replay each other. And they also didn't want to watch a nine to six game or a, a, what do you call it? Like a repeat of the nine to six game where there's no touchdowns, nothing exciting. I totally understand that. Like Florida, Florida and Florida state replay each other, like for a national championship. Yeah. There's a lot of points scored in those, those games, right? There's Mm -hmm. offense and people are excited. I totally understand how that's not fun for the rest of the country to watch. On the other hand, you know, if we're making a move to make this more for the fans, this isn't fucking pro wrestling, right? Like, those were the two best teams in the country in 2011. LSU beat eight ranked teams by an average of 24.8 points per game. Alabama had the best defense in the history of college football statistically and gave up 178 total yards a game, right? Like 8.6 points per game. So those are the two best teams. I think it would be better to be inclusive for more fan bases. Sure. But to like make a move into, we have to make this more enjoyable for the, the viewer and the fans. So our ratings can go up. That's a disservice to every kid that is working in two days and these programs and practices every single day. And like, they're not playing to no offense guys, but like, they're not playing to put a fucking smile on the fans face. They're, they're playing to win games. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, that the, the, that's, that's the weird setup about, college sports in general is that right. you've got these guys that all the money goes to not the players so right. these guys are making decisions solely based on the money they don't give a shit 
anything about the players and the players are the ones performing they're not getting paid so it's just a weird setup but yeah i mean of course this is whatever generates the most money they're gonna go for they said a 12-team playoff they estimated it would be a uh, two to three times more it would be worth two to three times more in value of what it's already worth right now and espn is currently paying 7.2 billion dollars for the rights to the playoff yeah. 7.2 billion dollars and they said it's gonna be worth two to three times that so i don't know i i just think i, I thought the best solution would have been six and, and before i got on that whole 2011 tangent what i meant to say the actual point was that like we couldn't have voters do it and writers vote on it we had to have computers to have two teams then two teams wasn't good enough because we didn't like that that game and that outcome so then we wanted to have a four-team playoff as soon as we got the four-team playoff People are upset that like that's not enough teams and specifically in 2017 when the Bama Ohio State thing they got in without winning their division so I get it and I get the frustration of having the same players and people or same teams in every year at the same time like I just feel like as soon as we get to 12 like we're gonna we're gonna want 16 then we're gonna want 24 yeah and, and I just don't see when it stops yeah, you know a, a couple negatives or a negative I, I do think despite having maybe one or two better big games um on your schedule versus like a fcs squad or something like that right i i am a little worried about you know there's something to be said and pro- this is probably better for my personal health like when you wake up on a saturday you know that you have to win and it makes it's it makes that's yeah. what makes college football so great like every so saturday you really gotta yeah, exactly to have that go away you know those nerves before that game that's that's what i right. love about college football i mean to me when Florida State's really going, I get before a big game, man, I get like you get the chills, man, because you know you gotta win it. And yeah. I think that will be totally taken away from from college football if you expand this too far. I don't know about totally, but I think you're right in terms of Yeah, if you expand it too far, you're right. Yeah, you're you right. know, so you I would can't say keep a twelve game schedule with this. Right. You know, so if you're making this decision, you're hoping this is a decision for the long term. Like right. this isn't gonna be another five year experiment and then we're gonna move on again. Personally, as a team that, you know, as a fan of a team that sucks right now and, and has the ability to get back to being a winning team, you love that it expands because, you know, we were talking about this earlier today. Um, you know, if you're not one of those top four teams right now, it's okay. So you, I get to watch my team go play Oregon in the holiday bowl. Cool. Like, right. Half the team isn't playing like, yeah. So it's, I do like that aspect of it. Where you know, the so bowls there's would matter again. Yeah, and uh, more bowls would matter, and it, you're that much closer to actually mattering if you got to get to the top twelve, not the top four. Right. So teams like a Florida State, or if you're like a Michigan fan, or any blue blood that's not doing well right now, like you, I think you would want this. Yeah, it gets you in the I can see it, that. it gets you in the conversation faster. Agreed. And and the last thing I'll say on it too is is like I, I completely agree with what you're saying from that standpoint i think what what people want to see is like they want to see like march madness recreated in football like you know and and i get the whole point of like if high schools can do it every year and and the fcs can do it every year there's a way for the like, you mean you with know, upsets you mean like you no, like, well, big, yeah, like, like cinderella see, stories exactly exactly and they and they will at least want to see people get like given a chance and i get that part yeah. of it. again like cincinnati you know i don't want to bring up like the ucf stuff if it's a financial thing primarily UCF is 
that fan base traveled for the Fiesta Bowl out in fucking Arizona against the LSU against LSU, right? Like, yeah. I, I feel like they belong in terms of like those teams. I think belong at least in the conversation of being added, and we'll and we'll finally see that. However, it's only going to limit it to one school. You know, they're not going to get a second at large team. There's no, no. way, right? No, not a chance. Maybe like last year, it would have been what Cincinnati, maybe well, BYU. In this, in this, I think in this setup, they they wouldn't probably even having that large because they would get an automatic the winner of the group of five would the get highest auto bid. Group of five champion right yeah we get the auto bid but they i don't think they would get any at large bids that is so that is the at large yeah like their automatic bid is like basically yeah. at large because you have to be the highest ranked champion of conference champion of a what do you call it group of five um, of a group of five school but the other part of it too is is like if you're i just forgot my point it doesn't matter <laughs> i forget oh no so the other part of it too is like when you talk about having a look more parity and having more inclusion again i totally understand that but if you're looking at numbers and, and and i think specifically this is against the sec because there's been multiple people in like these sources that in this this article flat out said greg sankey the commissioner of the sec is at the like forefront he's like spearheading this push for 12 teams he wants 12 teams because he knows yeah. they'll have a better chance of getting four teams in if you if you want this because you you want less SEC teams, like I, I don't like I don't think that's going to happen. If you if you want it because you want to face less elite SEC teams, I think that's also not going to happen. Just looking at the the current records here, the 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 total wins and win percentage in the college football playoff by conference, the SEC has eleven wins, the most in in the uh, out of any Power Five conference, seven fourteen winning percentage. There's not another conference here that has over 500 that has an over 500 winning percentage the acc is six and six and all those wins are clemson and and the big 10 is three and four the pac-12 is is one and two and the big 12 is oh and four it's all oklahoma right mm. and so if you're if you're really upset about like i think when when people kind of direct and, and point their anger at the sec it's it's because of the bama stuff and i get that but if you really want to be upset about the inclusion part of it Get mad at Notre Dame for getting there and getting their, you know, getting skull dragged every time they, they show up. And then Oklahoma, same shit every single year, right? Besides that, that game against, uh, against Georgia, I don't know if they played a close one in the playoff. And if anyone even says that Orange Bowl from two years ago is close, I will fight you in public. Um, wasn't that one with Kyler Murray close, though? I hate you so much. We were up 28-0 in the first. I, I was so obnoxious that game. I, I was out there with Bud Light handing out handing out and drinking Bud Lights all day. We were up 28-0. I was like, uh, it was awful. I was a bad person. But but here's the last thing I'll say. Those are the numbers, right? Those are like that I just gave you. The number of different teams from each conference, right? Because they're tired of seeing the same teams everywhere. Year. Keep in mind that the SEC has sent three separate teams to the college football playoff. And all three have reached the national title game. Two of them have won it, and they've and both of them won it within the past two years. So take this old like sob or uh, sad, like sob story to the ACC with Clemson, right? And outside of that, what like I mean, the, the Pac-12 has a better record than uh, than what do you call it than the Big Twelve, and the Pac-12 is is irrelevant. It's like they're about as like relevant as like fucking leather helmets at this point. You know what I mean? So. And they have a better record than the so one, you, like Oklahoma. You know they're pushing for expansion. They're like, oh yeah, oh, this is for a nine and three Pac twelve team would fucking love it. Well, and and you know think about this too. Like out of the Power Five, three of the commissioners uh, of those conferences are brand new. So they're just they don't 
like Sankey especially is like he's going to be the one that presiding over all this. Like, right. I feel like he's got the biggest hand to play because they have the most success and he's the most tenured person in the room when it comes to all these powerful guys. So something's going to happen. I'd say it's more than likely 12. Yeah. So, so, so anyways, final thoughts, good, bad. I, I think it's good. I just keep coming back to Cincinnati and I just, I think it's good. I think it's really good for, for those schools. And I think it'd be great for, uh, for like college football in general, if they, if there was some level of inclusion, but you can't have that, that inclusion come with like just a, a, you know, a blind eye to like, all right, well, we don't want LSU in because they were 10 and two and they are Georgia because they were 10 and two because it would be more fun to have one of these smaller schools. in. so that's all. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good idea to, to go to the 12. I like it. Um, I don't think you're going to see these Cinderella stories make a magical yeah. run through the playoffs. I mean, it's football is a lot different than basketball. It's just, yeah. it, it's not going to happen, but I still think, look, bottom line for me is <laughs> more college football, the more actual impactful games I can be watching in late December and early January better for yeah. me. So let's do I'll it. I'll tell you what, the only thing that I would enjoy from the, and all I keep thinking about when you said the, the March Madness thing is I would just, I would love to see a sideline full of academic scholarship white kids holding back the rest of the bench after like a big field goal or some shit like they do in every single three. Uh, so anyway, yeah, but I, I, we'll see. I, I, we'll see how it plays out. Um, that's the latest news. And that was the emergency pod. Yep. So let us know what you guys think about this. Uh, you can go find us on Twitter at CFB underscore uncensored. And that's going to be it. So we appreciate you listening. Little bonus surprise emergency pod. Surprise.